Hello, everybody, and welcome to Our Rank That, the show where I'll rank uh, mostly movies, but really anything. Uh, I'm back with Jeffrey. Hello. We uh, we just did Hellraiser 2 last night. That was painful. It's painful. Oh, I'm William, by the way. It doesn't matter. No one cares. Uh, Hellraiser 2 was painful. Yeah. It's, it's made an hour and 40 minutes feel like five. It dragged, and it had no plot. So today... I'm going to be kind of turning it around and I'm showing Jeffrey one of my all-time favorite movies, a top 10 movie for me that he has never seen, uh, 1994, The Shawshank Redemption. I've been meaning to watch it for a while and I never did, so we're, I'm going to finally watch it. As good as time as any. Uh, I mean, everyone knows The Shawshank, uh, 1994, it was based off the Stephen King novel. Stephen King had a, a strong, like, role in the the screenplay of the movie. Oh, he did. It was directed by Frank uh, Darabot. I don't think I'm saying that right. It has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 9.3 on IMDb and 96% of people who watched that uh, movie enjoyed it. Compared to Hellraiser 2's 88, which is ridiculous. Hated that thing. (laughs) Finally, we're gonna watch a good movie. Yeah. Last time we watched Joker and it was okay. I wouldn't necessarily call it great, though. Yeah, I wouldn't call it great, but, like, I've been... I haven't been on this podcast much. I did Hellraiser 1. <laughs> you poor soul. Followed by Joker, which no. was... I like Joker. Followed by the worst movie <laughs> I've seen of all time. Hellraiser 2? Hellraiser oh, 2. Oh, Hellraiser 2. We didn't even say so much worse than 1. Oh. Oh, yeah. For sure. I, 1 was bad, but it was enjoyable. 2 was painful as hell. So, I really just gave you all the shitty movies to watch, didn't I? Oh, yeah. I don't want to do that shit alone. Um, so, The Shawshank Redemption stars Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman, who both put on, in my opinion, their best acting performances in their entire career. Phenomenal movie. You love the heroes, you hate the villains. I think we're kind of going to do a bit of a different format this time. Because it's more of a serious movie, we're not going to pop in as much. I think we're just going to kind of make mental notes and physical notes and then kind of list them off about halfway or when the movie's finished, whenever. Yeah. But to go back to the bad movies, oh, I enjoyed God. bad movies. <laughs> I love bad movies. Velocipaster is a... Amazing. F- 10 out of 10. It's phenomenal because it's satire. Hellraiser but Hellraiser too? is meant to be taken seriously. It's just bad. They show you five... Res- the same five re- shots back to back and like critics are like... oh. The guts to do that. No, it's lazy. I do recommend it heavily, though. No. You guys should definitely watch it. Shut up. <laughs> you guys should definitely watch it. Got shut up on my own goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we'll just kind of check in from time to time. And uh, you know what? Go watch that Hellraiser 2 episode because if we get 10,000 views on it, no. we're going to do the whole marathon no. of the entire franchise. I mean, we will, but I don't. I won't. I won't be happy about it. No. So uh, we're about thirty-five minutes into the movie. That actually went by pretty fast. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we took a we took a few notes, and immediately this is better than Hellraiser two. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that goes without saying. Are we doing like the fucking Joker one where we always mention Hellraiser one? Because we watched it the night before. Let's 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 calm down on the Hellraiser two references. So we'll just say it's it's better than Hellraiser two in every single way. Miles better. Miles. All right. So the movie starts off with 
Andy Dufresne, played by Tim Robbins, uh, drunk, mad, uh, like spiteful, with a gun and a bottle of bourbon outside uh, the house that his wife cheated on him with, the house of the man. Mm-hmm. And later that knife. Uh, later that night, night. <laughs> later that night, the wife and the lover gets killed, and obviously he's blamed for this. He has like many mm-hmm. things at the. Everything is just so convenient. Right. There's no. There's no gun evidence. Yeah. There's no evidence of yeah, anyone. Yeah. He says else. he threw the gun in the river and like yeah. never found. No, that's it. And it's like, and there's like his fingerprints are at their house because yeah. he showed up. Um, and the the court scene was also phenomenal. It was oh, just. Yeah. You felt everything going against him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gets convicted of two straight life sentences. One for each person he killed. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And uh, so we see him like get on the prison bus and he's heading over. It's, I think, 1947 the year was. And you show up to the prison and it's this ominous, like almost palace. Not really a prison. It doesn't look like a prison. It doesn't look like a prison. And. You know, that's, I think that's mainly because the warden is very holier than thou. You know, he thinks himself uh, like a, a disciple of God, you know, mm-hmm. a God-chosen. I do like one of his lines, though. He's like, your asses belong to me. No, he said, put your faith in God. Your asses, however, belong to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a phenomenal line. I love that. And immediately we see when they're all lined up that it's immediately corrupt. They're hitting guys with uh, batons and everything. Oh, yeah. And then we see um, some prisoners betting on who's going to break first. Yep, who's going to break down crying. And later that night, they they antagonize him, and one dude breaks. And uh, And he gets beat to death. He he fucking dies. By the officers. Uh, I think Officer Hadley. He's, He's literally beat down, and then he's left there overnight. To just kind of die. Yeah, like... And uh, the officer's name was Officer Hadley, the main guy. He was the captain. Captain Hadley? Is that his title? But, uh, yeah, he's just an asshole. God, I hate him. He's a phenomenal character, and the actor is great. But you hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with the warden. He's a little chicken shit. You know, he's five foot four. Like, just annoying. Um, It's just, like, it's also inhumane how they brought the prisoners in mm-hmm. with the de-licing thing. When like your skin's burning, you can't see anything. Yeah, it's just. And then, the main character, main character gets raped. Right. Off screen. Well, sorta. What? So we have Boggs, who's a kind of he's a psychopath, and he has his little buddies. They say he's not a homosexual. He just kind of fills any hole he can, I guess. Um, and he took a liking to Andy. So him and his guys kind of. They, they cornered him, and Boggs, like, there's murderers and corrupt prison guards, but you'll find that Boggs is your least favorite. You hate him with all your, every fiber in your being. I do hate him already, but, like... Right, and It he, gets worse, apparently. Sort of, yeah. And, um... And he's just... You hate him, he's a little shithead, and... Yeah, they, they got Andy, and they raped him, and for, like, two years, they, they tormented him. And they just... They kept beating him, they kept raping him, and... Is brutal. Uh, the script is phenomenal. It's, I love it. I love it. it. It feels real and it seems accurate to a prison. It's mm-hmm. not over the top too much. Uh, Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins have phenomenal chemistry. Oh, yeah. Like they, they talk and they just bounce off each other and it feels legit. And I like, love 
I love how it barely looks like Morgan Freeman's aged since. Yeah, it really does. It's been close to 30 years since this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, the score is just really nice. It's it's like an orchestra, but it's mostly string instruments. So you get some like violin and some harp in there. And it's just really it's strong. Just good. It's a contrast from like the dark reality of prison. But um, yeah, other than that, it's like we're only 35 minutes in and there's still an hour and a half to go. So I guess we'll just we'll check back in later. Yeah. But no, I'm yeah, it seems like you're really enjoying it. Oh, yeah, I am. So we just finished the movie. We kind of took a big gap, but that's fine. A good movie, bro. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's amazing. It was. Much better than Hellraiser 2. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over it. It was it was just a sad film that one. It was. Um really though, I, I love every bit of it. The chemistry, the score, the, the, the cinematography, the characters. It's all just really well done. The everything. Everything. Uh so I guess now we gotta give the, the recap of the movie, which you know, buckle up. <laughs> um Basically, Red has this whole, like, system around the prison where he pays off guards, prisoners, and stuff to get, you know, he's the man that gets you know, things in the prison. he wants to get the shit he wants. Exactly. So, he pays off a few guards to uh, let him and his buddies tar the roof of the prison. Yeah, month of May. Right. Beautiful day to work outside. Yeah. Um, and uh, on the roof, we get the, the main prison guard, Hadley little shit hmm. who um he was talking about his uh dead brother yeah his dead brother <laughs> and how he's getting like a he's a millionaire 30... but he's only getting no he's only get... yeah he's 30. only getting 35 grand right and so then taxes and whatnot so then andy approaches him and starts talking to him because andy was a a banker accountant. yeah a banker. banker so he was able to like give him solid financial advice and Hadley grabs him and nearly pushes him off a roof, right? He definitely would have killed him. Oh, yeah. He absolutely would have dropped Andy with no second thought. Oh, no. Uh, but Andy's able to talk his way down, gets Hadley to be able to get keep the 35 grand, uh, no taxes. I think it was all for what? Just some beers for Three everybody? beers for everybody, yeah. And he didn't drink any. No, he quit drinking because the last time he drank, he got sentenced two straight life sentences. That were not true. No, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't risk it again. <laughs> uh so after that goes down, you know, you see, like, some happiness, some bright moments in the prison where, like, you can sort of feel like a normal human again. Uh, but then we cut to um, the entire prison's watching a movie. Right. And uh, Andy goes over, asks Red for, uh, for a poster of a girl, and he'll, he'll get it for him. And Andy goes into the back room. Where Boggs and the others right. jump him and immediately, you know, start raping him. Uh, Andy go, doesn't go down without a fight, though. Pulls out the, uh, those, like, metal reels. And oh, yeah. Bashes one of the dudes in the head. So then Boggs pulls out to, what was it, like a knife? It's like a screwdriver, almost. Yeah, something so like that. And shove it, shove it, in it right ear. in his ear. And then Andy Ooh. starts saying some smart shit. Like, he was like, yo, I'm gonna crunch down on your dick. Literally, basically. basically. Yeah. And then the guy, they, they start beating him up relentlessly. 
He spends about Andy spends about a month in the infirmary, and, and then the guards go and beat the shit out of Boggs, and yeah. he he's basically he's kicked out of the movie. Yeah, and he's in a wheelchair, never to walk again. Yeah, he Boggs gets only a week in solitary, but because Andy helped the Hadley with his finances, Hadley figured he'd return the favor and basically right. beat, beat Boggs into paralyzation. Yeah. Which he beat Boggs out of the movie. Which is fucking amazing. He gets yeah. what he deserves. He does. Yeah. It just he crushes that dude. It was great. You know, sometimes corruption's a good thing. Not a lot though. <laughs> uh that was like the only good thing he did in the entire movie, Hadley. Yep. Uh meanwhile the gang is kind of like getting rocks and the poster for Andy once he gets out the infirmary. Right, to make back. his chest pieces. Right. And uh you know, it's just really wholesome to see that they actually care mm-hmm. for him. Uh, in my notes here, I just have Warden's a dick. Not sure what that's about. Can't quite put my finger on uh, it. But he was probably a dick. Yeah, but... <laughs> I can't... No, me either. No, it's just... Uh, but you'll, you'll just have it's to take true, my... Though. You'll have true. to take my word for it. He's a dick. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, then they kind of go in... Shake him up, uh, shake Andy's cell for kind of like a random cell search, although it wasn't random. At all, in the slightest. And uh, the warden, oh, he grabbed Andy's Bible. And when right. I saw that, I was like, oh shit. And you can kind of see Andy t- tensing up because he's like um, tunneling in his walls with the rock hammer. And right. he, sh- he cut out the rock hammer like outline. That's where he keeps it in the mm-hmm. Bible. But he he like read the Bible or something before because he knows the passages. So when he gets questioned on it and he's yeah. he's just answering, and then the warden's just like, he's fine with it after. Mm. And he does the taxes for every single guard in the prison. Gets on their good side. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Brooks, the old man, we don't mention him, but he's like seventy. He's, he's a librarian. Yeah, he's been in there for fifty years. Really wholesome dude, but he oh, gets yeah. his parole. He gets his parole granted. And oh well, we can't really skip over the fact that he held somebody at knife point. Yeah, he gets his parole granted and just straight freaks out. Yeah, because you know he doesn't know how to live on the outside. No, almost kills one of the main dudes in the game. I wouldn't say that. He just drew a little blood. No, in the neck. <laughs> it's kind of an important part. <laughs> it's not like it's not like he slashed his forearm. No, it was the neck, dude. <laughs> but they they talk Brooks down, and Brooks is released, and he just can't keep up with the times, and mm-hmm. he he's Nearly always gets hurting. it by a car. Yeah, he's Come always on. afraid, and so he carves his name into the wall of the apartment, and he hangs himself. Yep, that shit. It also, kind of they gave a man. Like, the job they gave him is bagging people's groceries and all, but he has arthritis in both his hands. Yeah, like, he can't keep up. But, yeah, I don't know. It was was just... It was really a downer when Brooks died. You know, that usually happens when people die. Um... (laughs) Oh, we get an amazing monologue, though, from Brooks there. Throughout the... It's like phrase like he's right. writing a letter to the guys that was just really well worded you mm-hmm. can feel where he's coming he from. did write a letter to red yeah like a little one yeah and um oh after this uh andy sometime later finally gets funds after he wrote the he wrote letters for six years straight every, every week. week and they all they gave him was some old books and 200 dollars. so then when he's talking about it he's like you know what 
I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna send them a letter every two weeks. No, two letters a week. No, no, no. It was two, every, no, it was one, two letters a week. No, no, it was yeah. one letter every two weeks. It's two letters a week. I've seen this movie like four times. Take my word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk a bit. Uh, Andy got transferred to the library after um, Hadley knocked out Boggs. And he, you know, he basically just did it for Brooks, that he wanted to keep the library going and, and keep it moving, kind of something to focus towards. And he did after six years. But then he does the stupidest thing in the entire movie, and he locks out the prisoners from, like, the main office, or locks out the guards from the main office, and blasts music on the PA system around the whole prison. Like, completely jeopardizing everything he's worked for for the past six years. I thought that was a little dumb, but that's, like, one of the many nitpicky, or one of the few nitpicky complaints I have about this movie. So, do you want to tell them? <laughs> Alright, I was wrong. It was two letters every week. Yeah, damn right. It was two letters every week. Man sees the movie once and thinks he knows shit. <laughs> so he immediately jeopardizes everything he works for for the past six years. Oh, yeah, by playing the music. Completely stupid. And he gets oh, thrown in the so hole. Stupid. He gets thrown in the hole for two weeks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Andy gets a bit more, like, character development. What, like, with the way he was, uh, like, feeling the music. Like he's mm -hmm. a man of many tastes. He has a lot of interests. It's not just like a, a one-dimensional thing. Mm -hmm. uh, although when they were talking about music, it's pretty <laughs> funny. Red just randomly stated that he played a mean harmonica when he was younger. <laughs> yeah, he played just one mean harmonica, you know? It was, it was fantastic. And then he said there was no use of playing it anymore, but it's prison. It's a prison! It's that's the like, best time! That's like the best time. That's like, you hear harmonica, prison. Southern prison. <laughs> and they're in a southern prison! Christ, Red. And, uh, so, for, after Red gets rejected for parole again, Andy gets him a harmonica, which right. I thought was pretty funny. A little rejection present? Yeah, although it was never, like, mentioned again. Oh, no. It was a bit weird, but, man, once again. It's fine. Like, I have five nitpicks, and that's one of them. Uh, you could kind of start to see Andy age. He gets, like, reading glasses and everything. Yeah. <laughs> For his library that he built. Yeah, he got that receding hairline going and shit. Yeah. Morgan Freeman stays the same the entire way. But that makes sense, because he did that in real life, too. Uh, after two letters a week, the government issues $500 annually. And Andy... And he stretches that he shit. He decks out the library. Makes it look like a legit library. And help helps a bunch of prisoners get their uh, their degrees in high school. Just all around being a great guy. The movie's also pretty funny. Like, there's a bunch of one-liners yeah. in there that just make you chuckle. the The warden is like, for a man like that's so dedicated to to Christ, super horrible man. <laughs> so much. Horrible dude sins, yeah. Commits so many crimes. <laughs> like, like Christ, and he's like money laundering, and he's taking bribes, and he's basically doing slave labor with the prisoners. Later on, he he literally executes a man. Like not him technically, but oh yeah, but it's come definitely on. like come his on. Dude. yeah. Uh, Andy is just phenomenal because you know the warden needs Andy's help when it comes to laundering money. Oh yeah, he can't do it on his own. No, he's stupid. And Andy is just 
a genius. He's got a fake mm-hmm. dude in like seventeen different banks and what. Like this fake dude, he's he's decked out birth certificate, driver's license, driver's license, social security number. Yeah, how did you get a social security number? <laughs> I don't think I even have a social security number. Your social security number is three. Damn. You shouldn't say that on the internet, jackass. Now I'll get like hacked. Shit. <laughs> in the I think it was like nineteen sixty five is when uh Tommy, a character, shows up. He's got the rocking the sideburns that Presley sideburns. Presley would be proud of, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Basically he's in for trying to steal a TV from JC Penny. <laughs> Funniest shit ever is when he told the officer that he couldn't put down oh, the TV right. because then he'd get him for destruction of property too. Right. Oh man, the funny is just like it's genuinely funny sometimes. It is. It is. And Tommy's just like, he's just like energetic, and it's actually it's yeah. really fun to see them kind of clash in a good way. And then he spends like the next year, I believe, trying to get trying his to get his uh, high school high degree. school equivalent. Yeah, and they're like, you know, this kid, he he has a family, and then they kill him. <laughs> well, first he freaks out in the library because he thinks he did horribly. Right. And then he storms out. He he said uh, he actually knows who uh, committed the murders. Too, right, he did. Of Andy's wife and her. Right, he did. He he says it to Red. Yeah, it's a dude named Elmo Blatch who was just like, it's just complete, you know, happenstance that it happened yeah. like on the same night that so Andy then, was there. Then he tells Andy, and Andy goes straight to the warden. Straight to the warden. And the warden instantly like shuts him down. He gets sent to the fucking the hole for a month because he he like he outward. Them no, but what he said was <laughs> he wouldn't mention the money laundering that they're doing. That's right. just like a no, no. You can't say that. And like, of course, the warden's not gonna let Andy go. He's too valuable. He right. knows all his dirty little secrets. Um. So he gets thrown in the hole for a month. month and the warden takes out uh Tommy. He says. You know, would you be willing to testify in court? And Tommy said yes. So the warden had Tommy just straight shot on the spot by Hadley. Delivered. Right, Hadley shot him and like my, three times in the chest. In my notes, I have Hadley as a cocksucker. So that sums that up. Right. <laughs> uh, the warden, after the first month, I put warden makes one hell of a promise. But he went down to Andy and he mm-hmm. said he would come back working with him or he'd send him down with the sodomites. He said, you'd think you'd be fucked by a train. Right. And then... Christ! <laughs> and then he gives Andy another month in the hole. Another month! Like to he's, think about it. He's going crazy. and he, Like, his mind is deteriorating in there. There's nothing. absolutely does go crazy. There's li- I saw two little rectangles of light. <laughs> yeah, that's all he saw. That, that's all. And, like, he does go crazy. When he comes out, he's ready to escape, and he's talking all, like, mm-hmm. insane. But he oh. gives a hell of a monologue in that conversation. Right, and before all, like, before, like, Tommy died and all, we figured out that he actually did pass the, his high school thing. Oh, He yeah. got a C-plus average. Which, you know, we're not from America, but I think that's some, like, a 75 or so. It's not bad. I think that's, like, a beep. Okay, well, no, because a D-plus is a pass. A D-plus is a pass. I know, right? It's so weird. I think that's, Shit. like, a 60, so... Maybe it's, like, a 70. Anyway. Maybe it's, it is 75. Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> just use percents. Yeah. Just use percents, America. For fuck's sake. Dumb bitches. <laughs> 93% of our viewership is American, but, like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Watch Hellraiser 2. 
Uh, he gets out of solitary, Andy, and you know he's ready to leave. He's right. giving Red all this like, like this psycho monologue. Red thinks he's gonna kill himself. Yeah, and then like he, since he, he goes rope. down to the dock and gets six feet of rope. Yeah, and the guy didn't like. He just gives it to him. Yeah, because it's he, like, he doesn't think friend. of it. Yeah, right. So then they're all at the dinner table except Andy. Right. And they're all talking, and he's like. So Andy came down by the docks and got six feet of rope. And, and they're just looking at him like, everyone's you, like, and you just gave it to him? You dumbass. <laughs> and you just gave it to him? Do you not remember Brooks? <laughs> and it's just like, you feel like Andy's just going to end it. Yeah. But no, you, he, he before he escapes, he, uh, he gives this quote, get busy living or get busy dying. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like iconic it. to this uh, movie. But, you know, Red is just purely terrified that Andy's killed himself. He is. Like, the next morning, roll call. He's, he's, he's not there. They go look in his cell. Not there. Terrified. And uh, then we discover that Andy, for the past 20 years, has been tunneling through his wall to the outside. So like With in, that little rock hammer. Yeah, to, like, in between the walls. He crawled a kilometer and a half. So, for Americans, that's five football fields. Through sewer pipes and shit to the river and made a break for it. Mm-hmm. That's like he stands insane. there for a little and enjoys the moment of oh, yeah. being free, but then he, he's gone. He's gone. And then like, he goes to the bank with his fake name and everything yes, and just takes he, the money. He brought the record books. He mm-hmm. swapped them out with the warden. He had the driver's license. He had everything. everything. So he leaves. He even matched the signature, like they had said. Yeah. He even leaves with, I think they had said, like over $350,000. It yeah, it was something like that. Like in the 1960s, which is a lot of money now. Shit ton of money. He's set. He reminded. Oh, before he left, he told uh, Red to meet him in Mexico in a town called Siwatanejo when he, uh, if ever he got out. So, oh, no, no, no. Before that, he, he went to told him to go to the tree where they got married and right. look for that... Uh, to get money. That obsidian rock thing. Yeah. And then keep looking. Yeah. So Andy took the the books and all the records, got all the money, sent them to the press. The press to and the press showed up. And they when they showed up, they first got Captain... And he started sobbing. It's great. Like, we don't see him sobbing, but it, it clearly said it. Little bitch was sobbing his guts out. Good. And Warden blew his brains out. Oh, yeah, he, he was loading the gun, pointed at the door. Couldn't face the consequences. There, he, he can hear the keys jingling, you know, to get in his room. Points it right at his neck and shoots himself. He's yeah, dead. Right. He did. He didn't get justice, but, you know, he did die. So there's something with that. Um, Andy kept the rock hammer in the Bible. Yeah, well, that's... We said that, right? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, and then I think it took him years Red's... to tunnel through that. Red's thing, you know, again? Red Red eventually hits parole again after serving 40 years. Right. Gets approved. Dips. And he gets put in the same apartment, same job as Brooks. Yeah. He's feeling the same way as Brooks. Like, as soon, like... I think it was like the first day he sh- he looks in his room, he sees the thing that Brooks left. That Brooks was here, mm-hmm. and then while he was leaving, he put Brooks was here, and so was Red. Yeah, he carved into like the yeah the like baluster, I guess, instead of hanging himself. Mm-hmm. So he hitches a ride. He wanders out, finds the tree, finds the um. The, the case with cash and a letter mm. from Andy. And then with that, he buys a bus ticket over to the 
I just find it a bit stupid that Andy in the letter just put, you remember that town in Mexico? Instead of just telling him. Because, like, what if Red forgot the name Zihuatanejo? Yeah. Because, like, I guarantee you tomorrow I'm not going to remember Zihuatanejo. Mm. Uh-uh. No chance. No chance. No chance. But other than that. I yeah. do guess, though, that, like, they're always left with their thoughts, so. Yeah. You must and... have time to think about it, like. Every so often. It's still such a big gamble. Though. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> and then Brad goes over and meets Andy on the beach. And yep. they hug. And that's the end of it. That's really. the end of the movie. It's it's just a I phenomenal movie. 10 out of 10. Straight up, 10 out of 10. I think it's my number 10 all time. I think on my list of movies. What's your number one? Uh, Godfather. Phenomenal movie. I gotta rewatch that sometime. I could talk about it for hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's... And, you know... It was just, the characters were phenomenal. They made you feel exactly what they wanted them to feel. Mm -hmm. The score was beautiful. The cinematography was nice. There's always this feeling of, like, drab and loneliness. But then, like, the sunset when they were drinking the beers, it just gave you, like, hope, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, you felt you were free again. Yeah, and when he escaped, and it was raining, and he came out, and he just, like, was free. When they were turning the roof, even Red Hat said it, you know? It made them feel... Free. free, like they were talking their own house. Exactly. And, like, it and was sunny on the beach, and it was, like... Like, that was probably the highlight of their yeah. year, probably. Yeah. To be fair. And, damn. You know, and the passage of time, mm. usually when movies just jump, like, 20 years and two hours, it's not done perfectly well. I have minimal complaints. They usually kept a solid timeline where you were yeah. within two years of what you thought it was. And they would state the year, and you just had to remember, you know, he's locked up in 1947. If it's 65, he's only bitten. Mm-hmm. No. Quick mats. And then at the end, they were just talking about, like, the good times when Andy mm. was there. Like, Red was still in the prison at this point, but... Yeah. Yeah. They were talking about that time when he was almost pushed off a roof. Yeah. Uh, but, like, if I had to compare this to any other movies I've seen on this podcast, any Disney movies, any Hellraiser movies, or The Joker... Well, this is probably the best movie you've review no doubt this is the best movie well hellraiser 2 you know it's really good shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) it's just an all-around phenomenal movie i i was really happy to watch it again yeah it was good this is great acting performance by morgan freeman tim robbins everyone showed up with their a-game i just i don't know i just really appreciated it Mm -hmm. so that's all uh you could go visit us on social media and somewhere we don't have socials. Remember when we tried to do the fucking Space Jam 1 and 2? Oh, yeah. We gave up on that because it was so boring. It was, though. It was so boring. Space Jam 1 is really good, though. How am I supposed to describe to them what's happening in Space Jam? Just watch Space Jam. It's an right? hour and a half. Right? Okay, so, like, there's the aliens and they're playing basketball for 30 minutes. Like, I'm not going to do a play-by-play. Like, right. Just scrap the whole project at that point. But anyway, it was really fun. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll see y'all next time.